Now, back to the Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. Last segment of the week before the All-Star break. NBA is going to take a little break here. Warriors going to the break 27-26. Still the week of the Super Bowl loss, boy. It's going to sting for a very long time. Who will they hire as defensive coordinator? The 49ers, that is. Who will replace Steve Wilkes? Who do they need want? to drop another linebacker? Honestly, Shasky, if it's going to be Shanahan's scheme, I don't really care. I don't. Right now, I just, I, I don't care. Like, Belichick would be great, right? But let's be real. Feels unrealistic. But, yeah. Vrabel will be great. Feels unrealistic. So let, 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 because if Vrabel gets hired uh-huh. and a defensive unit is better than the offensive unit, and Shanahan is still making decisions like he did in Super Bowl 58, then guess what this fan base is going to do? Fire Shanahan and hire Vrabel. And honestly, I don't want to go through that. I, I don't even want to go through like the tension that ca- that could create. I would just say, can we just hire the best candidate? I would say that too. You know, who's but the best it, candidate? Like, I don't think Pete Carroll. I don't think Pete Carroll is the best candidate. Why His cover three scheme in Seattle's been outdated. Without Richard Sherman, okay. Cam Chancellor, great players, they've been very subpar on defense. Okay, very subpar. Shanahan's had no problem scoring on them. I mean, he dropped a forty okay. burger on him in a wild card game. Okay, so I don't want Pete Carroll. Okay, and, and and if okay, let's just suspend reality. All things being completely Wonderland, who would you hire? I don't know. I don't know, Shasky. I mean, it's obvious to me. It would be, I don't know. It'd be Bill Belichick for me, and I'll, I'll I mean, tell you, yeah, I'll I never just explained do it. it though. Yeah, it's not a no, reality. but that's why I said so suspend yeah, reality, I mean, Wonderland. And I the reason know. why I'm going with him is because I think that him and Mike have tremendous Shanahan yep. have tremendous respect for each other. He traded you Jimmy Garoppolo, picked up the phone, and basically said, "Hey, second round pick, you have an hour to think about it. Get back to me," because he respects you so much. He wants to stay in the game because the older you get, you stay a year out. Your year becomes two, three, four. What better way to add to your legacy? It's the only way, really, right now, because I don't think doing Amazon Prime or being in one of those studio shows adds to your legacy if you're Belichick. You want to stay as connected to the game as you possibly yeah. can. You win even one ring here. And and here's the other key, the key thing. I think this is the most important. If you're going to bring someone from the outside, then now you're oh, going up against the same thing that happened to Steve Wilkes. You're running something that these guys, the, the high-priced guys, have to buy in. None of those guys can look Bill Belichick in the face and say, what you're doing isn't right. Can they? These high-priced free agents, I do believe, are a big reason, or high-priced players, are a big reason why Steve Wilkes isn't here. Clearly, they didn't buy in. And if I'm looking for full buy-in, you need someone with the credibility to tell these guys, hey, when I tinker with stuff, it's going to work. Look at my track record. I mean, Belichick's got a resume that you have to buy in on. Well, let me me see this. Let me say this, though. And this is all Wonderland. So... I agree with all that. What has been one of the biggest talking points when it comes to Kyle Shanahan is that he wants all the credit, right? Yeah, but I don't but know. Wants, yeah, but there's been, that's been a talking point, correct? Yeah, I would agree. So you bring in Bill Belichick. Because I, I would love Bill Belichick as defense coordinator. Are you kidding me? His defense was really good in New England mm-hmm. this past season. And the players that the Niners have, I think he could make get the most out of Nick Bosa. And his schemes would be awesome. But they win a Super Bowl. Shanahan's not getting full credit for that. If they win, everyone gets credit. No, you know Why how not? this works. Why not? Shasky, you know, like, I think everybody gets you think credit. You Frank Wright got more credit think than about, Doug Peterson? Think about, think about Stephen Curry in this equation. Okay. He didn't get credit 
until the fourth championship. Yeah, that's the NBA. That, that's that's sports. That's sports, right? I, I disagree. Belichick, like, how many people made it put a divider between Belichick and Brady? It was more Brady than Belichick. It was more Belichick than Brady. All that nonsense. You bring in Belichick and win a Super Bowl? Shed it. Everybody, I know no 49 a lot of 49er fans that we talk to mm-hmm. are going to say, thank God for Belichick. We finally got that Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that's a conversation I would love to have as we're hoisting yeah, a Lombardi I, I would love that too. I would love that too. But you know that's picked into the equation well, with then, Niner fans. That, I mean, you know better than anybody, making, Shasky. If that's how you're making hires, then that's... It's not how you're making side. hires. Not saying but you, you already saying know. That's... But you already know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I'm looking and at Spagnola. And, and, Did, does Andy Reid get less credit because he has Spagnola? No, no. Spagnola's a career DC. He he's been. He I mean, he had to, he had coached for a little stint with the St. Louis Rams. He got fired. He came back. Yeah. And he has he has no problem being a DC. He has no problem. Like Parcells being doesn't lose credit because Belichick was the architect, and we've come to find out like, oh, Belichick's no, great. Absolutely, but you know that's not how it works. You know that's not I, how narratives and the dialogue works in the sports these days. I, you I, just know it. Yeah, but it, the way I view things is like when you win, everyone benefits, but and you, when you lose, everyone gets crushed. But you always bring up the national perspective on how they feel about our teams and how they would feel about our team if Belichick and Shannon. Like, I'm, I'm with you in terms of Hudson Lombardi. All I care about is winning the Super Bowl. I personally don't care who gets the I think credit. it would also show but a lot of people, growth for but, but a lot of people take in the national perspective and the national perspective would be Shanahan needed Belichick. Thank God for Belichick. And he would get more credit nationally than Shanahan. And I would bug a lot of Niner fans. You know it. I know it. And everybody else knows It'd it. Be a great because you always bring up the national stuff on yeah. what people are saying about our team. Yeah, but but that's a if we're hoisting a Lombardi, isn't that what this is all about? Like I, I meeting agree at with the that. highest level. I agree. So with if, that. if it's hoisting a Lombardi, that's a great conversation. Talk about me on first take all you want because we just won. And then I'll deal with however, whatever happens with Bill, I'll deal with it. Again, I'm just this is so pie in the sky. I don't care if I'm this close to winning and I keep losing and keep losing. It doesn't matter to me at this point. Now, if I'm if I really truly care about winning. Bring in whoever can help us get over the hump. That's why I, I, I would view. I it. would view it like that too, but not everybody would. Not everybody would. Well, well. and you know that it, because it, I'm the guy who on the show is like, I don't care about the national perspective. I try to stay away from it as much as possible. But it doesn't preclude you from swinging big. Like, oh, you knew that Kevin Durant oh, would get crushed for coming to the Warriors. I, I agree. Let's do it. I agree. I agree. And Stephen Curry got docked for that. Oh, Kevin Durant yeah, can't go to the easiest championship. Kevin Durant still doesn't get credit for winning two championships. Now, it's, it's a joke. Well, it's stupid. I, I think it's very, very stupid. But there's a lot of people who subscribe to that stuff. There is. Like, I don't subscribe to it at all. I, look, I, I don't. I look at Dusty Baker. Like, do we take away the the ring at the end for Dusty Baker because he hopped onto the Astros situation no, given everything that actually, went down? They actually lost a couple years. No, I and know, then but they I, finally won. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't just hop on and they won right away. Well, no, they fired they, their they, coach they, they because they got coach, caught for cheating. But no, but what I'm saying is they lost in the World Series. They lost in the playoffs, and then they won three years in. It wasn't like he was George Seifert, just hopped in on Bill Walsh's team and won a Super Bowl right away. He wasn't Barry Switzer, who hopped in on Jimmy Johnson's team right away and won a Super Bowl the year after. The Astros had been to multiple World Series before he stepped in. They had also lost. The one World Series is tainted in 2017. 
what I'm saying is, is they lost multiple World Series before he showed up, and we didn't take that away from him when they finally won. Like when you win, they I feel like everyone gets credit. You just said they lost, though, right? I'm talking about winning. George Seifert never got the full credit for winning that '89 championship because everybody said it was Bill Walsh's team. Barry Switzer never got the full credit for winning that Super Bowl because everybody said it was Jimmy Johnson's team. Those are great conversations to have for the. I agree. League. I just want I to agree, win. but you know what? We ain't getting Bill Belichick. So what the hell are we talking about anyway? Like we're not getting him anyway. Well, I'm talking about because I'm know, just saying this is what I would like right. to see them I would do like because to see I do it, think but that they have a problem right now where if you do bring in an outside, not a problem, but I wonder, you know, if you bring in someone from the outside, it, are the high-priced guys going to reject new philosophies that don't align exactly with what they want done? You know, sometimes you need to be pushed outside your comfort zone. You know, I I think about Iguodala going to the bench, or I think about, you know, certain star players, Aaron Rowan, going to the bench in the playoffs, even though he's not a star player. Like, sometimes you got to be pushed outside your boundaries to get over the hump. Maybe that's what they need. I don't know. Let's go to Riff Raff, Daily City. Riff Raff, what's happening? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, Joe, always thought to see your dad. Thank uh, you. My father was my hero. I, I dig too. it, man. Some things yeah. are more important than sports, man. Yeah, I know, Joe. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Um, we've lost five conference titles and three Super Bowls in 2011. Every one of them were crushing. Uh, other fan bases would kill to have that. That's not good enough here. We have such a high standard now that it's just not good enough. When you're going up against a Pat Mahomes, a Joe Montana, ask Lewis Billups of the Bengals, uh, John Elway, you have to play near mistake-free football. And the Niners didn't do it. It's a team sport. Uh, coaching, players, everybody, we did not play the perfect game, and that's what you need to beat these legends. It's true. We made just way too many mistakes. So... uh you know, another down, not a down year, just a, another disappointment. But um, I just want to chime in on that, and I'll let it go at that. Yeah, you sound depressed, Riff Raff. <laughs> he is. Man, I, I mean, <laughs> I, feel, I feel your pain, man. I do. Let's go to Ryan and uh, Ryan is San Jose. Ryan, what's so happening? Upset. Hey, it's great to be on. Um, I don't know if anybody else has mentioned it, but I've been feeling this exact same way ever since they lost the previous Super Bowl which is um, in, in the, in, not just in the game of football, but in, in the game of life, if, you don't have, if you're in a totality, totalitarian position where you have nobody to correct your mistakes, your chances are you're going to be more inclined to keep making those mistakes, and that's what keeps happening with Kyle Shanahan uh, as it pertains to play calling which is why I have drawn to the conclusion, especially after watching this past Super Bowl, that the 49ers will not win a Super Bowl unless he finds an offensive coordinator that he's on the same page with. Um, Because you need a system of checks and balances, and that's why the perfect example, Andy Reid, despite the fact that he's a great offensive mind, he was smart enough to get an offensive coordinator because he understands that um, it's harder to see your own mistakes when you are in the position of making a play calling. And if you don't have somebody overlooking you, you're going to be more inclined to keep making the you know, poor mistakes 
and keep making more play calls until where it's too late. And that's what happened this past game with Kyle Shanahan. So, you know, everybody has been talking this whole week about, oh, you know, what defensive coordinator is going to come in here? Who is it going to be? Uh, I can't wait to see, yada, yada, yada. But nobody's talking about bringing in an offensive coordinator. And and that's what, in my opinion, is just as important, if not more important, than uh, bringing in a D.C. Because... So you want them to get rid of play... You want them to relinquish play calling duties. Let me ask you this question. When's the last head coach... Have you seen win a Super Bowl who's managing the game, calling the McVay. timeouts? Andy Reid. McVay. Doug okay. Peterson. Doug Peterson, yes. I mean, all those guys are play callers. Like, part of what makes those guys I – mean, I'm, I'm not diminishing you. I'm, what I'm saying I is hear like, what he's saying. Part, of the, part of their best attributes, all three of those two, McVay, Shanahan, Andy Reid. Zach Reed, Taylor events the Super Bowl with Cincinnati. Yeah. He calls his own plays. He's calling plays. Like, that's why you hired them. That's what they do. Let's go to uh, – Jan in Mountain View. Jan, what's happening? Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, what I wanted to what I wanted to bring up was that uh uh like um when Shanahan and Lynch were hired, um the owner of the Niners, uh Jed York, he got out of the way. He let them build the team, he let them, you know, take over and uh try to win the Super Bowl and get us to playoffs, okay. Well, we haven't gotten – we we've been to the Super Bowl twice now under uh, Lynch and Shanahan. Uh, he goes ahead and um, lets the defensive coordinator go. Well, I feel that uh, whoever they decide to uh, get as the defensive coordinator, okay, I understand. I've heard this week that Shanahan uh, – has a different way of running his defense. Well, what if you uh, just get out of the way and whoever you decide to uh, take over, uh, run the defense. You need to run the offense and pay attention to uh, what the defense is doing on the other side so you can make adjustments to help out Purdy so he's not, uh, if they're uh, stacking the box or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, you know, uh, help out the, de- help out the, you know, co- Help yep. out your uh, quarterback uh, mm-hmm. getting around that instead of, uh, you know, uh, taking all the blame for the defense. Yep. Jan, how long have you been uh, a 49ers fan? How long have you been a 49er fan, Jan? Oh, my God. Um, ever since uh, back uh, in the Brody's days. Wow. And wow, uh, I, you know, I just, you know, I'm just, you know, really disgusted, you know, to think like, okay, you know, go ahead and, you know, uh, let the, whoever decides to take over as the defensive coordinator, stop, you know, uh, paying attention to him and pay attention to the offense. It did feel like he was. Chad, turn your mic on. Turn your mic on. Turn your mic oh, on. I'm sorry. No. It did feel like Call he was it, micromanaging the defense, especially like late in that game. And it, there's clearly like a not on the same page. Trust. I don't know, but like he was. He needs to take a little off of his plate and hire someone that he does trust. That I agree with. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm and he had that with D'Amico. He had that oh, with Robert Sala. D'Amico was amazing. I mean, Jen, good call, man. She really broke that down well. How to how to go? And that's the thing that Purdy said. He goes, Spags made an adjustment. They switched up their zone coverage. The Spags said they had a heavy zone game plan for this football game against the Niners. They switched it up at the Brock. Purdy started 8-10 for 105, 105 yards, and he went sticky man defense. And they went 
10 in the box. We watched those safeties line up eight yards off the line of scrimmage, and there was no adjustments. Kansas City had a season high nine pressures that were untouched. McDuffie coming scot-free. Chris Jones coming scot-free, blitzing left and right. You can't beat man defense? What the hell is going on here? Vertical routes? What? What's going on with the vertical passing game? I agree 100% with Jan. He needs to sit with Brock Purdy during the timeouts. What are we? What's working here? Said that he's always off to the side by himself with the surface, and then Debo's going over trying to get the ball within. He force feeds Debo because that's his buddy. He gives Debo eleven targets and forgets about everybody else. Chance on point, man. Shanahan is. Oh man, I, I just. I don't know, man. So I don't know if he's. I don't even know if he has the ego, or if his ego will allow him to relent some of the duties that he needs has on game day. That? Look at everything. He's tripled down on overtime. Yeah, I know. everybody in the world knows you should have kicked the ball off. Well, I to you me gave up your advantage. And don't give me this stuff that the defense is tired. Because uh, hold on, hold on, one second. The Super Bowl, they take a timeout every every time a possession changes. They're going to commercial break. Three minutes, four minutes. Then you got the court toss. So think about the end of regulation. They kick the ball off. Niners, we go in overtime. There's a TV timeout. People are chilling. Then you get the coin toss. You go through the coin toss, heads or tails, boom, you come off the field. That's enough rest for the defense to recover. That's plenty of rest. Well, I don't want to hear that stuff. So, so you know, no, because he's so damn stubborn. Well, no, it's it's okay. So, and just allow me to finish this thought. And and you can disagree, and that's fine. I, part of where I was going at with the body language, right, and and how he was at the podium a couple of days later was that I I wanted to see some sort of like. Reflection, some sort of, you know, willing to say, like, you know, maybe I didn't think of that or, or something. And when I saw the same defiant stubbornness in terms of the body language and no, 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 no. And it just, to me, it was, I was like, damn, it was so metaphoric. I was like, maybe he didn't really change anything and maybe he hasn't really learned anything. And maybe he thinks that all his decisions were right and you're doubling down on certain things. It was like, really, dude? He ruins your zone. And I'm not saying the guy's got to go. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, like, it's like I've defended you from, like, the high heavens, and I thought you were different, and I thought you did change, and I thought you have grown, and I thought your relationship with certain thing, aspects of the game, clock management, whatever, doubling up before half, like, a lot of things I saw started to see turn in the right direction, and then it's like it's rearing right back this way, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know, and that's where I, I guess my bigger takeaway was, like, my confidence in Shanahan, it's not gone. But it took a big shot, dude. Well, it's the same. I for really me. thought he was gonna hoist the Lombardi. Nah, it's the same for me. It's the same. Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Four. I can't unsee it. I saw a guy coach scared in the Super Bowl Fifty Four. Now call it a timeouts before halftime. A quarterback you don't trust, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo. You throw the ball four straight times with a minute forty nine left at the Kansas City forty nine yard line, and even if you complete the pass to Emmanuel Sanders. Patrick Mahomes has a minute 30. Bye. We all see that Patrick Mahomes, if he has the ball last, he's going to beat you. So that was it, that was a poorly coached game by Kyle Shanahan. 2021, same damn thing. He even got conservative. And we don't talk about this enough. The wild card game against the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> all right? So, so to me, he's been the same guy. He's a very good coach. But he needs some help with some of these decisions. So for me, my confidence remains the same. The offense will cook. They will score, but when you play against sticky man defense with some dudes who got some boys up front and some sticky man cover corners, uh-huh. we're going to struggle. That's just, it is what it is. The irony of rewatching Super Bowl 54 yesterday was like that second down pass that got batted down. 
pressure. The third down pass, I thought they had a pretty good pocket, but the fourth down pass, they didn't even get a throw off pressure. And then I look at the in this game, what were the two big plays, the two third right. downs, overtime and the end of regulation, right. pressure. Right? Like it's just like so ugh. my confidence is not shot when it comes to Shanahan. This is just who he is. This is who he's going to so be. So you've accepted it? I did that in 2019 when everybody said, you know, I've been like I've been labeled a Shanahan hater unfairly, which is why I've been sending tweets out saying, I, Bonte Hill, do not want Shanahan fired. I, Bonte Hill, have never want Shanahan fired. But we gotta hold him accountable. So if and he- for so long we dismissed it because we put all the blame on Jimmy. We put all the blame on Trey. Shanahan could do no wrong. I can hear Mark Willer right now. You fire Shanahan, there's a line around the block. And I may subscribe to that. I don't want to fire Shanahan. I don't. But this is who he is when you give him full control. He runs everything. So, and it's not changing. So then I guess, my, my, with that being said, do you think he could ever win the Super Bowl? I don't. I mean, they got close twice. Well, do you feel better today than maybe, let's say, during the middle of the year that he could win a Super Bowl? I don't know, because things could happen. You could go to the Super Bowl. I feel real good about it. Quarterback gets hurt. Boom. And then I don't feel good. You know what I'm saying? So could he get there? I feel good that he's going to be in contention for an NFC championship to get to the Super Bowl. This might sound But stupid. can he win to the can he win the big game? Can he do it with the decision? I saw the same decision making he made at Super Bowl fifty four. Now all of a sudden everybody's onto it. This this guy did this five years ago. Five years ago. Well, I think therein lies the frustration there with this whole thing with Kyle Shanahan that, like, we see where the issues are and just kind of his decision-making in these big games. And to what you were saying, Shasky, like, what your frustration was, it's like, dude, you got to learn from your mistakes in these situations. That's my And I think that's what, like, you don't want to let Shanahan go because you know, like, it's all there. He has that ability to get you there, but he's not putting his own two and two together, it seems like. But here's my thing. Good good point. I I I don't give a damn about what he says on the podium. I care about what you do on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, and sometimes yeah, Saturdays. But, but when your you know actions, I agreed. That's I agree. what I care about. I, I agree. Because right, Bill Belichick is the biggest prick no, in the no, world. No, no, but you're missing. He the was point. the biggest no, no, prick. No, 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 I'm not no, missing the point. No, I hear what you're saying. Is, you you wanted to hear him show some remorse for you, for your remorse. soul. Not I can even, care less. The game's not going to change. The results not going to change. Well, the actions and the words are matching essentially. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, your actions are repeating, and then your words are repeating days later. So you don't think you've done anything wrong. So you can't learn anything. That's that's where. I'm coming from. Like, I, 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 if you're not willing to accept your shortcomings, how can you grow from it? I don't know. I don't know. He agrees with his analytics. I, he agrees with everything. But they then got we're going to repeat it again. It, like well, it, it's maybe, 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 maybe. But just, Bill Belichick was a prick. All these cultures are prick. Sean Payton yells at media reporters all the damn time with the visor on. Like the whole podium thing. I could care less. I care about the results. And whatever he said at the podium, he could have said, you know, Fonte and Sasky, I really regret the overtime. I should have listened. I should have kicked all that stuff. It doesn't change the result of the game. The game is done. So then we how lost do it because of growth? his decision. How do you prove growth? I don't know. We're going to see. I thought he growed this year. He was more aggressive with his play calling. And then he trusted Brock Purdy at times. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, he showed growth a little bit this year. They no, averaged they 30 points show, a game. That's, that's, that's my point. They did show growth, but then they reverted back into these big games where there were these well, moments in well, like, see, they clock did show management. Growth. You know why? Because they rallied from two playoff games. Came back from a 17-point deficit, and they came back from a 7-point deficit going to the fourth quarter, which Shedahead had never done in his tenure as head coach of the 49ers. So it actually did grow a little bit. Okay. They showed the ability to come back in football games. So then how do you weigh that with what happened in the Super Bowl? Oh, the Super Bowl, they just, <laughs> it just made bad decisions after bad decisions. Got tight. Got out-coached. 
You got our coach. You see what I'm saying? Like, you I got you our show coach, growth backs. You show, you know, you revert back. So that's where I'm, I'm struggling. No, he, just, he got out coached. He, well, he got out coached. And they got outplayed. Those <laughs> both, I can't so, argue with you. So, I mean, like, all I'm saying is, I don't give a damn what he said this week at the podium. I really don't. I don't care. I don't care what he looked like. I don't care what he said. What happened Sunday is not changing. They lost in overtime, 25 to 22. The guy could have told me everything and made you say, like, what could he have possibly said? That made us all feel good about a Super Bowl loss at the podium. Oh, well, man, I, I made a mistake here. I made a mistake there. I made a mistake here. I, that doesn't change anything for well, me. Well, I, I would start You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I just meet I, me halfway. This is, what I, this is what I was looking for. This is what I was looking for. Like, you know, I've wrapped my head around it a million times. And, yeah, I, I might have been wrong on it. But here was my thought process in real time. I don't know. Next time that, that that situation presents itself, I'm gonna look at it a little different when it's Mahomes on the other side. For example, he said, and this is where it's contradictory: you got to be aggressive to beat a Mahomes and a Brady. Simultaneously, he says later on in that same press conference, it felt like a field goal game. Well, wait a minute. You just said that you're going up against Brady and Mahomes, and that the equations are different, and then you revert back to it felt like a field goal game when everyone and their moms knows that's not a field goal game. Well, same thing happened in the Super Bowl. It was ten ten. And John Lynch is screaming for time out in the sweep. It's Super Bowl 54. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't change, man. They got out coach. Spags kicked Shedahead's ass. Baldy said that was the matchup to watch. We all watched the matchup. Spags owned them. He owned the offense. They had no response to their blitz packages. Purdy got blitzed 51% of the time. He was one of the better quarterbacks when it came to beating the blitz. Well, they didn't do it well Sunday. And so no matter what happens afterwards... It's not going to change the fact the 49ers lost Super Bowl 58. And they're still on the title job. Been since 1994. No matter what Ayuk said, McCaffrey said, Kittle said, Debo said, words are just words. Well, but here's where you run the risk. And like, and I, you saw this with Seattle. You know, the dissension after the decision to not hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch, it had a ramification that really, I mean, it, it, it festered a Terrible lot. Terrible decision. But it, them. but it festered a lot of anger with a lot of those yep. players. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And I think the way it was handled afterwards had as much of an impact as the it actual play call itself. It there was a them. lot of finger pointing. And so I'm I'm hoping that they can all move on from this and find a way to, but time's gonna tell on that. You know, guys are guys are in their feelings and rightfully. They just lost the they lost the Super Bowl. That's why I can't be mad at shit ahead for you know, he's stubborn. He can be stubborn. He could be a you-know-what. He could be an a-hole. That's just who he is. But you know what? He got out-coached, and he's got to live with that. He does. Um, let's go to Marcus and Brett Wood. Marcus, what's happening? Just lost the Super Bowl last Sunday, man. Oh, wow. Never getting over Wow. Marcus, what's happening? What, what's up, guys? What's up? Big fan of the show. Thank you. Look, if the Niners, if the Niners want the Super Bowl next year, this upcoming season, they need to go with Bill Belichick. Like, I know some people are saying he's having a disconnect with players. He's getting older. Um, but if you look back all the way to 2012, from 2012 to 2021, he's had a top 10 defense. And last year, they went 3-11, and but he had a number 16 defense. Like, Belichick knows what he's doing with the defense. He comes in. Kyle maybe tells him, this, this is what you need to run, but maybe they should let Belichick run his own defense based off his history and where he ranked through each season. And then compared to Staley, who last year ranked a 30, a 30 defense, like why would we bring him in? It just it doesn't make sense. If, they, if they're really serious about it, they need to go with someone who clearly knows what they're doing with a defense. Let him do his own thing. 
You know, Kyle needs to – they need to take the keys from, from Kyle. He needs to sit in the passenger seat for a little bit, let somebody else take control. All right. Well, that's not happening. <laughs> I love you, Marcus, but that ain't happening. Well, it's a fun thought. Right. So, is it a fun thought? Do you guys really, like, honestly, what, what? sit back for a sec. Do you guys really want to move off of Shanahan? No. Like, that sounds absurd. I don't know if we I just move, got to the Super Bowl. But I would move off Shanahan, but I do like the idea of just, like, if a new defensive coordinator comes in, letting that defensive coordinator kind of do well, his own system, and, his own process, well, and kind well, of. Hold yes, on. Yes. Hold on. Kind of like what Jan he, was saying, just step out of he, the way he of, let of the DC. go do his thing. He let Salah do his thing. Why? Because they knew the scheme. They knew the defense. They grew up in the scheme. The reason why he was so much, or so, micromanaging Steve Wilkes so much, is because Steve Wilkes didn't know the scheme. Steve Wilkes needed help. That's a good point. He needed help. So he had to micromanage the defense. And you know what? That's your job as a head coach. You got to micromanage. You got to make sure the defense is on point. Hey, you guys are buttoned up. But I, I guess you know? where, the, where the disconnect is, and why did you hire someone who wasn't, Acutely familiar with what you wanted to run from day no, one, that, and that's that I don't does have the fall answer for. What? I don't have the answer for that. So, which is what I tried to defend Wilkes. And look, I'm not saying Wilkes was a perfect defense coordinator. He read a lot of schemes that I did not like. I really didn't. I don't like a a super blitzer or a guy who's blitz heavy on defense. Now, every now and then you may have to do that, but. Again, when we talked about this in the Minnesota game, and everybody got on Steve Wilkes for the cover zero blitz, was one of the worst play calls ever. But at the same time, when Wilkes said, I'm still learning the scheme, I'm like, hey, guys, he's still learning the scheme. What do you want him to do? He doesn't know the scheme. So this falls back on Shanahan, exactly. and nobody wanted to hear that until we lost the damn Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl wasn't even the defense's fault. <laughs> That's the crazy part about it. It's the crazy part about it. You can look at every single game this season. And the defense kept the Niners. Like, even the Minnesota game, they ran a cover zero blitz. They're now 67 at the half. The quarterback threw two picks in the, in the fourth quarter. The offense was the one who only scored seven points at halftime against a sorry-ass Minnesota defense, right? I mean, come on. Come on. The offense scored 17 against Cleveland. They had eight straight three and outs against Cleveland. Not the defense. Defense was on the field all damn day. So, like, I look, it all goes back to Kyle Shanahan. It feels like everybody's now catching up to Kyle Shanahan and the lack of accountability at times that he does have. And now Steve Wilkes, whether you like it or not, everybody believes he's scapegoated. I believe they needed to part ways. Obviously, it wasn't a good fit. But things are not going to change. Shanahan's going to be here for a while. Just signed an extension. <laughs> he's not going nowhere. He's not. Who else would you rather have? You want McVay? Well, he's not leaving L.A. And, don't, and you know what? I'm never going to go there with McVay because a lot of people told me McVay wasn't anything anyway. Oh, I know. I and now everybody's like kissing his ass now. So it's, well, he had it's a funny great how year things work. Very little expectations. It's funny how things work. Uh, he had a great year with very little expectations. But they're a team on the rise. I'll be very interested to see what their offseason looks like. Let's go to uh, Antonio in Oakland. What's happening? Hey, guys. You know, uh, Shanahan gets a lot of blame. Too much blame, and don't get me wrong. Like when he had George Kittle blocking too much, that's on him. You know, um, stuff like that. Giving the ball to Debo too much, yeah, that's on him. But like at the end of the day, man, like Daryl Luter, the ball went off his foot. Like that's like Kyle Williams part two. That's not on Shanahan. And then Spencer Burford freelancing, not blocking Chris Jones, it's not on Shanahan. McCaffrey fumbling, we're about to score right there. It's not on him. So not everything is his fault. Drake Greenlaw injury, like we were rolling when we had him, man. He was covering up the whole field. Kelsey was crying like a little girl, man. It was on and popping. And fourth and one, when we know Mahomes going to keep the ball, Trent Williams yelling on the sideline, he's going to keep it, he's going to keep it. Like, I don't think that's on Shannon. That's on the defense, man. Steve Wills got to – and the players should know on defense he's going to keep it. Make somebody else beat you. Make the running back. Keep it. Make them – like, if Mahomes has – just like Kaepernick was on the uh, – when, when he, had, he had the read option going, 
they made him freaking give up the ball, the Ravens in the Super Bowl. That's the same thing he had to do with Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Shannon has not blamed us, though. He made some mistakes. All right, Antonio, let's go to Matt and San Jose. Matt, what's happening? Hey, guys. I want to start the call by saying, you know, I think if we can, Shanahan, you'd have a minimum of 10 teams picking up the phone in 24 to 48 hours. That being said, I just I don't think he's absolved of blame. There's a lot of things as you unpack the game that are a little bit troubling when you look at it, where beginning of the week when he showed up lit to the press conference, I kind of liked it. I thought, he's loose, he's not uptight, the guys are ready, and, uh, and then the more you look at the film and what took place, it just felt like it was indicative of the mindset that they were the better team from a talent perspective and that they were going to walk in and win based on talent alone. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the Kittle film that oh. came out yesterday oh. where he's chirping, you know, and, and he's more interested and focused on RC repertoire than turning around or playing through the whistle. You know, Gibson's chirping on the sideline about Mahomes oh. not being the real deal. I just, there's a lot of things that, like, kind of you look at now that are troubling, and it just seems like they didn't have the right mindset there's the soundbite from the uh, sideline when he was explaining the overtime rules where he didn't know. He's coming back after the fact saying he did know, but there's a soundbite where it's, oh, I didn't know that. So I just I have a lot of issues, and I think that the more buttoned-up team won the game. Yeah, I don't want to get rid of Shanahan, but these are things that we cannot look past. That's a, such a reasonable, really good call. And your point about all the sound that keeps coming out, it's just, it's it's like every day there's a new video and it makes it look worse for individual players, for the team, for the coaches. It's just, it's so hard to see that fumble on the ground with Kittle and it's just, it's so easy to critique him and the team and it's just like those things happen. McCaffrey hasn't fumbled all year, it feels like. I mean, she, God, it's just. You know what's sad? It's, Is that Mahomes just won back-to-back -back championships and Shanahan didn't even scout him? The Niners said, "Now nah, we don't need a quarterback to start our franchise. Let's go draft all of its obvious. This is way worse than the Aaron Rodgers one, right? Because like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, it was Alex or Aaron. Alex, I mean, Aaron won the one, and he did torment you for a minute, yeah. but you've beaten him enough. <laughs> this one. You're 0-4 against Mahomes. What? 0-4 against Mahomes. Is that what it is? 0-4. You don't think Mahomes remembers the Niners passing him up? Come on. I wish somebody asked Mahomes about everything. that. Let's go to Talk Big T, Fairfield. Talk Big T, what's happening? <sighs> What's up, fellas? Good morning. Um, I'm still sick, man. I'm absolutely gutted. There's no way you could you could have told me that we wasn't winning the Super Bowl this year from week one. Agreed. I was that sure. Now, I just want to touch on a few things. Um, I've been listening to a lot. Uh, all the people who want to get rid of Shanahan, that just lets me know they're casual, so we're not going to really listen to them. Not saying that he absolved from any blame. We know what it is. Now, I know a lot of people have been touching on a lot of plays and a lot of games. I've been listening. My thing is the, the, the turning point was the punt, was the muff punt. And I go back to what I said earlier in the year. I'm tired of these fringe NFL players costing me Super Bowls. Mm. Ray Ray McLeod, is, he's just a guy. I don't know what Daryl Luter's going to be. That wasn't his fault. It was a freak injury. I mean, a freak play. I get it. But, bro, land on the ball. Why are you trying to pick it up and run, bro? <laughs> I know. 
I seen I I I don't pretend to be some NFL punt returner. I've seen so many guys who played in the league like he made three mistakes in one talking about McLeod. I right. It's such a freak play, and yeah, he should have jumped on it. Yeah, Luter should have never got hit in the ankle. Yeah, he should have yelled poison, kill, you know, Peter, whatever. Everyone, it's just. You know, it's hard. Oh, you know, it's hard to grasp. Teams. What? Is that Kansas City was more buttoned up in every facet of the game. They didn't particularly play better than the 49ers, but all the little details. Well, Chris Conley played a shorts. great special teams game. Yeah, he had a good special teams game, but overall. No, you're right. Special to like Kansas City. Talented was kicking great. Oh, he had a 62 yard putt. What did I say to pregame? Buck their Super Bowl record field goal. I mean, they're just more buttoned up and the 49ers were. And that goes from coaching, that goes to decision making, kicking the ball in overtime, all that stuff. And now we're Super Bowl losers. Fast five. It's time for the Xfinity Fast Five. <laughs> your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. You know what though? I'm smiling from meter ear because the Warriors are over 500. <laughs> Clay came off the bench and dropped 35. Yeah, Steph is cooking. Incredible. Draymond 23. Warriors improved at 131 to 28 when he hits at least two threes in the basketball game. Although he hasn't hit a three in the second half all season long. The Warriors. Feels like something special for it. They've won 8 of 10. I will focus my positive energy on them. Uh, my final thought is this. Congratulations. 7-1. The St. Cecilia's Irish, my buddy Jim Moylan and his team, uh, and the Lewises, they beat Father Sauer Academy in the championship. They were short, uh, short-handed. One of their kids, Josh, got a concussion. He's an excellent basketball player. What a big win. Congratulations to both teams. I mean, Father Sauer was an excellent team. St. Cecilia's an excellent team. So congratulations to them for winning the CYO 7th grade championship. Guys, my final thought is the light is at the end of the tunnel. In five short years, we will finally be rid of the plague that is Rob Manfred as commissioner of Major League Baseball. I'm coming around. Five Rob. short years. You shouldn't. Five short years, the we can finally worked. move off of this guy. Pitch clock work? It did work. New playoff format? Yeah, then he says stuff like, oh, the jerseys. They, you see, you've seen the new jerseys that oh, yeah. they're shoving down our throats. That's Monday content. Yeah, it is Monday content. Yeah, that, but that we, get talk baseball, <laughs> we get to talk here. baseball next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what? That, that, that bugs me, though. Why? You act like I hold you guys back from talking baseball. No, I'm I just trying to talk what the no, fans no, want to no, talk content. about. I just, I just, I just need content for next week. Oh, no, you'd be fine. No. You'd be fine next okay, week. Can I squeeze this? The Niners will hire a D coordinator. We'll be able to break you that down. You think they'll get one next week? Yeah, they're going to hire one within the next week. I think so. If you had to guess right now, outside, Bra- inside the org. Brandon Staley. Oh, my God. That was Fast Five brought to you by Xfinity. At home or on the go, you'll get the fastest internet to all of your devices. Fast Five brought to you by Xfinity. That's it for us. Have a good weekend, everybody.